Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into episode number 559 of Underground Sports Philadelphia, presented by the city of Vineland. It's KB coming at you from Underground Studios and joining me like he does on every Sunday into Monday episode. Coming to you from the Pitts Cave, the people's champ, the host with the most, Mr. Patty Pitts. What's going on, brother? Oh, what's popping, my guy? It's going to be back in the Underground Talking shop pre pre show. We got football back on. Wrestling's great. I can't really complain other than I work today. That's it. I was slinging fish on a Sunday. You know, that's slinging what I do. fish, slinging fish like a bad bitch. Uh, <laughs> that was terrible. It's terrible. I you, know. You I'm such a scumbag. I know. <laughs> uh, we got a fun show, as you guys can probably tell by my voice right now. Uh, I lost my voice a little bit today while I was down at Citizens Bank Park. I was there pretty much all weekend, Pitsy. I was fortunate enough. Casey, our host of F1 Underground, uh, Owen was still down at the shore, so they had an extra ticket. So I went to Friday night's game with Casey and her parents. It was a blast. Oh, wow. We'll get into Friday night's game. And then I was there today for the season tickies game. Um, you can tell I lost my voice because if you watch today's game and the events that transpired – uh, behind the plate with the home plate umpire um, who I, I need somebody like Dewani, like somebody to draw the home plate umpire duct tape to the brick wall in the middle of Citizens Bank Park and the fanatic just launching him with hot dogs from the hot dog launcher on his four wheeler that he has because that home plate umpire is going to catch loads and loads of shit tonight on this podcast. He made me... I. An umpire should not make me lose my voice. I don't think you should. I, but I here we are. Sure. I'm powering through because the people deserve to hear me complain about this bozo who altered a Major League Baseball game today between two teams who are fighting for playoff positioning and the Phillies, more importantly, a wild card positioning. Uh, so we'll get into that. We'll get into uh, you sickos who decided to watch an Eagles preseason game. Um there were two key moments from that, and that was it. Um, we'll get into those key moments, though, because they were very fun. Uh, and that's what the preseason is for. You don't need to watch the games because the sickos who are will put the highlights out on the social medias, and you'll see the good stuff. You don't need to sit through dreck and drudge of a 60-minute preseason game. But I digress. Um, we'll also get into, you know, Messi's coming to Philly, baby. Goats coming to town. The Union advance in the league. Roll the red carpet. Messi's coming to town. We're going to get into to that. Plus, we'll have some fun conversations along the way. So hopefully you'll stick around. Uh, but before we get into all that, make sure you're following us on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, 
TikTok, Threads. I know we've been a little inactive on Threads, but I'm trying to get back in the groove of just having yeah. that that little diamond of social medias there uh, for the people. Uh, all of those apps, though, at Underground PHI, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI. We are popping on Facebook right now. Shout out to our new 600 plus followers on Facebook. Um, hey, let's go. Because we went viral. <laughs> We have a video that's close to a million views on Facebook. Um, that's, that's so wild. <laughs> so shout out to our new our new followers on Facebook. We're going to try to be more active on there because you people followed us and you deserve our content. Um, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash underground sports PHI. You can follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pits and on Instagram and threads at Pitsy35. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311 and KBIZZLE11 on Instagram and threads. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. It goes a long way for helping this show continue to grow, helps us do more dope shit that we want to do for you guys. Please subscribe, download the show, be a friend, tell a friend, leave a five-star review, and more importantly, just as importantly, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. We're about halfway through August. We need to get to 600 subscribers before the end of the month. That is a company initiative. We need to get to 600. That is our next milestone goal. Um, so we as a whole will be pushing the YouTube channel on all of our social medias, personal and brand, uh, to get to 600 before the end of the month. Go subscribe. That's where you get... All of our video content, including this show twice a week, myself and Pitts on Mondays, myself and Matt going into Thursdays. Uh, you get top bins, outside the box, streamer season, get in the hole, F1 Underground. All of our podcasts on the network, all in one place. Go subscribe. We got a very fun man on the street video coming out on YouTube as well, along with TikTok and Instagram uh, from Taiwan Walker's charity event, which we'll talk about on this episode as well um that you won't want to miss that's coming out by the time you guys are listening to this it'll be out on our social media so go check that out um but subscribe to the youtube channel smash that like button ring the bell icon comment down below your thoughts on everything pitsy and i touch on tonight's episode and uh be a friend tell a friend tell them to subscribe to the youtube channel and like i mentioned this show presented by the city of vineland it's pretty dope that our city has our back and is uh the presenting sponsor of this show it still blows my mind every time i say that line uh and the city of vineland municipal calendar features city organized city sponsored and city affiliated events that are of public interest the calendar which is accessible at vinelandcity.org is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness remain engaged with city government and participate in local events you can also follow the city of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. Through these tools, you can stay connected to the community and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the city. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. Pitsy, we had alumni weekend down at Citizens Bank Park this weekend. It's brought to you by our awesome merch partners at PHI Apparel Company. They're the best in the game. Gear up for what is going to be a ridiculous Eagle season. Gear up for the incoming Red October. Gear up to stand out in the crowd. Whether you're at the stadiums, at your local bar, hanging out with the homies, hanging out with your lady, hanging out with your man, 
have a shirt on that is ready to impress. PHI Apparel Company has you covered because with their unique designs, there's no doubt in our minds you're going to stand out in the crowd. Plus, you can get your exclusive Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast merch, which we have merch. I'm working on getting over to Tyler, so we have new merch available for you guys going into the end of summer and into fall. Uh, the Philly Dog shirt is available. Get that thing. It is one of the coolest shirts I've ever seen in my life. I know Pitsy's ready to to jump on one, even though he's a Patriots and and Lions fan. Yeah, he no, I support my dog. He wants to be a oh, Philly I, dog. I got that dog in me, you know. Exactly. Uh, you can have that dog in you too, and and rep the Philly dogs. You can rep Underground Sports Philadelphia or, or your favorite podcast on our network. Go to phiapparel.co, and when you go to check out, use code Underground for ten percent off any and all merch at any time, and through. August 17th, still in celebration of Michael Lorenzen's no-hitter. You can use code NONO22 to get 22% off all Phillies merch. NONO22 for 22% off, Michael Lorenzen's number with the Phils. Or at any time, okay. code underground to get 10% off any and all merch orders. It's the most effective and direct way to support everything we're doing here. So get your merch. When you get it, tag us. Tweet at us. We want to see where you're rocking your merch from, and we'll repost those bad boys everywhere because we want to see everybody rocking our merch. PHIapparel.co, code underground for 10% off. The Phillies unfortunately fell one game shy of the expected win-loss on this homestand that Matt and I set for them at 7-3. and three. They go 6-4, and four. had a number of opportunities to go 7-3 and three or better, but, um, you know, Salvage the this it all started with the Trey Turner ovation series against Kansas City last Friday. Trickles into four games against the stolen franchise Washington Nationals, where the Phillies take three out of four. And then the twins come to town. I was there Friday night with Casey and her parents. Um and Phillies go absolutely absurd with the bats and win thirteen to two, I believe was the final score. Um, Johan Rojas hits his first career home run off of a position player, which was hilarious. That's um, awesome. Position player did the Craig Kimbrell too, which was hilarious. That's um, and then uh, the Phillies dropped the final two games of the Twin series, which was unfortunate. But the one that I was at today, as we record this on Sunday night, was altered by home plate umpire Alex McKay. I can't wait for MLB umpire scorecards like the scorecard twitter account to tweet out his scorecard from this game because it is going to be, be disgusting good. alec bohm is up to bat with the bases loaded in a huge moment in the game bases are juiced alec bohm our hands down best hitter with runners in scoring position on this team like has a almost 400 batting average like i think he's hitting 369 this year with runners in scoring nice. position it's crazy Full count, 3-2. The pitch comes in. It's inside. Bohm has to move out of the way of the pitch. Gets called strike three. Inning over. Alec Bohm bat spikes in anger. Throws his helmet. Gets ejected. We stand in bat spike solidarity on this podcast with our sweet baby boy, Alec Boehm. He had every right to be pissed off. That's the first time he's ever been ejected from a game as well. Uh, he had every right 
to be as mad as he was. All of the like stat cast visuals and when you look in the app, the MLB app to see the, the strike zone, it's so clearly a ball that That's that worse. decision alone, you call that ball four, you walk in a run and then Bryce Harper's up to bat with the bases loaded where you just scored a run, a little momentum swing your way. At that point, it's a 2-1 ball game. Yeah. Instead of 2 nothing in the, the inning ending. Then you have Bryce up to bat, and we all know what Bryce can do when the crowd is behind him and, and ready to rock and roll to try to win a ball game. So that's where momentum swings, number one. Number two, next inning rolls around. Bryce Harper up to bat, obviously, to lead off the inning. He gets called on strike three on a ball that is even more clearly a ball because it's low and outside. It's on. It's right outside the corner of the actual strike zone itself on the visuals. Bryce gets pissed. Rob Thompson comes in, gets tossed. He had to get tossed in that situation. You know, be pissed, get angry so Bryce yeah. doesn't get tossed and the Phillies don't lose their DH if things were to transpire the way that we had hoped for them. Yeah, Bryce yeah. would get another opportunity to bat. Come to find out, Alex McKay, this this umpire behind home plate today, Pitsy, he's a, a call-up umpire. He's Can't from the minor leagues. It. Yeah, it's minor league umping from what you've described. Why are we having a minor league umpire behind home plate in a game between two teams that are in a playoff race right now in their respective leagues. And more importantly, in a game where a team like the Philadelphia Phillies, and this is all my bias aside, like if this was happening to the Giants, the Cubs, the Marlins, I would be like equally flabbergasted. You may have the Marlins. Stupidest team of all time. That's why. The Phillies are in a wild card race right now, fighting against like six other teams. And you just altered a game where today the Giants hit a walk-off home run in extra innings to win, to gain ground on the Phillies. The Marlins come back from being down 7-3 to in the ninth inning to beat the Yankees 8-7. That was awesome. That to was... gain ground on the Phillies. I'm sorry, but the dude, that was fucking awesome that the, the... Yankees lost that bad. I want to see oh. what the result of the Chicago Cubs game was today because they yeah. probably ended up winning in some the Cubs end up losing um but the Giants win today the Marlins win today and gain ground on the Phillies now the Cubs end up losing which helps you I think the Reds ended up winning today so the Reds gain ground in the standings like the Phillies win this game they just continue to build like right now the Phillies are the number one wild card in the National League you continue to separate yourself and keep the Giants and Marlins behind you because we all know how important home field advantage is in baseball in the postseason. And we all saw last year how incredible Citizens Bank Park was whenever the Phillies were at home. That was a series, that, those were series altering games last year in the playoffs when the Phillies were at home. The Reese Hoskins bat spike, Bryce Harper, the swing of his life. Like the Phillies had moments in the postseason last year where being at home was an advantage. And I think baseball is the one true sport collectively in the playoffs, especially like you can get it in football too, but 
I think baseball, it's a different breed where home field advantage is so important. Oh, it's way more important. And it changes the course of a game because there is no clock. There is no, you know, like, it's such a different sport. There's no time clock. There's a pitch clock. There's no timed clock like football, hockey, basketball. I'm, I'm playing with the semantics. Home field advantage is going to be important for the Phillies, especially if things stay the way they are now where if the playoffs started today, wild card weekend, the San Francisco Giants and Gabe Kapler, ghost of Phillies past, for two reasons, it being the Giants and Gabe Kapler, come to Citizens Bank Park for a best of three series. You need to win. You need to go. You need home field advantage, so you're not going out to San Francisco for a best of three series. Because remember, that's how the playoffs work with the wild card. It's a best of three, and all the games are at the home team. You don't. You don't want to do that. Like, you don't you want to have to get on a plane and go across the country. Yeah. So especially like, when you this have is the, a yeah this is a catastrophic thing for Major League Baseball that. You have a minor league umpire not only on the on this crew, but he's behind home plate. Yeah, but why? Why would why did they have a minor league ump get called up now? Like that's I saw somebody tweeted is. at me, my boy Dawson, who follows me big time during wing season because he's a season ticket holder. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if this is true. This is the first time I've ever heard of it. But he said the August MLB umpires union vacation period, parentheses or whatever the official name is for it, is always a terrifying time. I don't know if this is a thing, but if this is a thing, this needs to be fixed. We can't have umpires taking vacations in August. This is like key time of the season. Well, what if what if the daughter's getting married, Kyle? All right. Hey, do your job. Figure it out. What? If, oh, my wife's going into labor. I'm I'm looking this up right now. There's just shit that is gonna come up that you're like, yeah, there's gonna be the dickwad who takes a vacation in August, but then it's like, oh yeah, I need to take off for a couple days because this happened. I'm playing devil's advocate here. MLB like... umpires receive a four weeks vacation during the regular season. Yeah, so they're just getting the last days of summer in. Like, they during May. What do you, do you know how much the salary range for MLB umpires was between in 2017? It's like two. I'd say 150 to 200 grand. One hundred and twenty thousand to three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I'm not far. But then off. the salary range was redefined in 2020, and since then, MLB umpires have made between one hundred and ten thousand dollars to four hundred and thirty-two thousand dollars. Yeah, the um- seasoned umpires earn more payable. than new ones. You're paying umpires who this is not their full-time job. Close to half a milli. To fuck up games and ruin potential standings in the most clutch moments of a season. There needs to be... I, we, we brought this up months ago on, on OTB. 
the lack of accountability and the lack of just referees and umpires being viewed as these holier-than-thou figures in sports needs to be abolished. The fact that Alec Bohm gets tossed from today's game, Rob Thompson gets tossed from today's game for disagreeing with a clearly piss-poor call by the guy behind the plate, and that guy is not going to face any discipline, is not going to get fined, is not going to get questioned about his calls, is ridiculous. Don't don't you think, though, that they, they are getting fined or somewhat no. reprimanded? They're not I don't. At all? I don't. I think the only think person who's ever been reprimanded is Angel Hernandez, and he's back up in the major leagues already. Oh, jeez. Like, why, why are umpires who are clearly making these calls not getting sent down to the minor leagues themselves, where this guy belongs anyway because he's a call-up umpire? Like, if you, if you fuck up a game that bad, like, the, baseball needs to hire this MLB umpire scorecards guy because his numbers are amazing. Like, he does a great job, or, or whoever is behind getting the stats and everything, they do a great job. If you are less than 85% accurate as a collective umpire on the season, goodbye, you're getting sent down. Yeah, yeah. There's no need. Maybe maybe 75. There's no need for an umpire to have less than three quarters accuracy. Yeah, 80%. Like, it needs to be high. You need to be as close to perfect as possible. Human error happens. 90%, I'm okay. But you can't have these egregious calls that are game-altering, potentially season-altering, and I don't know if this scorecard was accurate or not. Somebody tweeted... Alex McKay scorecard his accuracy on the season if this was a legit scorecard can you guess what it is Pitts oh I I, he's been he's called 13 games this year since June uh, it's gotta be in the 67 if it was 67 the Phillies probably win this game oh can't be that dude you can't be telling me it's that low it's that much lower. It's in the 40s. It's yep. in the 40s? 47% oh, you was can't. the graphic. I saw. Now, disclaimer. Don't know if bad. it was accurate or not. <laughs> it could be just as accurate as that accuracy there. 47%. You cannot be a major league umpire with a 47% accuracy rating. I don't think you can. I don't even think you can be a AAA umpire. No, you should be in the Gulf Coast League. Getting dude, getting a robot he, breathing down your throat. Dude, Little League needs umps and like there's a lot of shortages in workers. I mean, why don't you just go there? That's where you belong. Blows my mind that like yeah. that was a that is allowed. We don't get any quote like at least with the NFL, and I mentioned this on OTB when we, we talked about this. At least with the NFL, like there's the pool reporter that asks the referee the questions or whatever at the end of a game. We don't get that with umpires. Those umpires zoom out of there and are just gone. Deuces, bye. They don't want to deal with it. They're they're too they're too good for that. That uh, Alex McKay should be duct taped to the brick wall at Citizens Bank Park, and the Philly Fanatic should be able to launch hot dogs from the hot dog launcher at. See, him. you said this before, and I have an issue with this for one reason. Why are we using hot dogs? I feel like those can be of use in better places. 
Well, we can we can collect them afterwards, and we can still indulge ourselves in a nice little ballpark no frank. Way. But no hot dog okay. launched. <laughs> Have you seen the fanatic hot dog launcher? It is no, like a, but I it's need like to. a potato launcher on crack, dude. I it's in the shape of a hot dog. I need that so bad. Like, I need to experience that. Need that. I need him to just be launched with hot dogs at nauseum. Yeah. It's like the the Greek mythology where the, the raven came in and ate the one dude's like liver or stomach every day. And that was like his personal hell. That's what it oh. should be for Alex McKay. Every day. <laughs> Philly fanatic. Hot dog launcher. He should have to fight. <laughs> like yeah. Done. You're done. Relegate umpires. I'm sick of it. I'm yeah, sick of umpires. I'm sick like of that. umpires fucking like up games. Your system. If you're it's crushing AAA, you get called up. And if you're screwing up in the majors or AAA, you get sent Goodbye. To... Relegate That's umps. how you get better. That's how you get better. I'm, I'm in crazy. on this. Umpires suck. They're terrible. And that is why I lost my voice. It's because I was booing an umpire who did not deserve to be a major league umpire today. Or ever. Fuck Alex McKay and the click he claims. What's which is the MLB umpires union. Fuck them. Um, alumni weekend was dope, though. The Phillies always do a great job with Good. alumni, and it's so cool. They honored the 1983 and 1993 teams, which Larry Anderson, who dream guest for this podcast, for sure. Um, he is electric on the radio calls. He was on both teams. Uh, 83 oh, wow. and 93. So when they did 80, they did they introduced the 83 alumni that were there first. They had their jerseys on, which were the maroon pinstripes. Then they introduced 93. They introduced Larry. He runs across from the third baseline to the first baseline, and then he switches the jersey to the 93 one, which is the one you kind of see today with the red pinstripes yeah. and everything. And then Larry Anderson threw out the first pitch today, and they had a special jersey that Scott Fransky, who's our play-by-play radio commentator, who is phenomenal. Again, I would love to have Scott on this podcast, too. He's one of my heroes. They had a special jersey made for Larry Anderson where it was half the 1983 and half the 1993. Oh, that's sick. I like and that. And he threw like out that. the first pitch in that. It was very cool. Oh, that's um, really cool. The Phillies, the organization as a whole, know how to do, like, celebrations and know how to do, like, honoring – the past and all that kind of stuff. It is so well done, no matter what the occasion is, whether it's retiring a number, a retirement ceremony for a player, alumni weekend, wall of fame night. Like they just do it so well. And it's easily like the best in sports. And that's all my bias aside, just like seeing how other teams operate. And that's from afar. Cause I see it on social media, but being able to witness it from the Phillies firsthand they just do such an excellent job, and it's it's really cool to see. Yeah, that's it makes it that much more special for the fans too, who have been yes. watching for so long and experiencing it there, and then to see their old, you know, old favorite players come back, you know, it gives a little nostalgic feeling to it. Yeah, um, and then on Friday I went down to Citizens Bank Park, uh, which was the plan for me even before knowing um, that. I was going to be going to the game. Um, Taiwan Walker had his uh, charity event, Ties Tacos, um, which was super dope, um, benefiting 
uh, Turning Points for Children, which helps kids that are in foster care not get stuck in the foster care system and everything. Very awesome cause. They worked with Andrew McCutcheon a few years ago, too, when he was here. Um, so they've kind of ingratiated themselves uh, really well with the Phillies, and it was a really awesome cause. If you know me, I've been the biggest Taiwan Walker fan for since a long he got time. called up in 2013. We're talking about time. a decade of being a fan. And that is something that, like, I've, I've thought about this more um, ever since I watched, like, Burt Kreischer do his press tours for the Machine movie that, that he did. And he talks about, like, how cool it is to be a fan of someone or something and, like, watching them, you know, take their, their craft from one step to the next. And it's like, oh, I followed along with you. It's so cool to see your success. That's how I feel about Taiwan Walker. Like, Dylan and I have been fans of Taiwan Walker since 2013 have followed his career from seattle to arizona back to seattle to toronto to the mets and we were like oh why is he going to the mets and then he signs with the phillies and it's like our guy is here i saw taiwan walker up close and personal and then got to snag a selfie with the guy the homie um we're recording this on his birthday too so happy birthday to taiwan happy birthday bud that was like a surreal moment though it was like hey Taiwan, can I grab a picture, take a selfie with him? It was just so cool and, like, one of those moments that I was like, wow, like, I followed along with this guy for a decade. He plays for my favorite team. He's leading Major League Baseball and wins. Should be the Cy Young Award winner because of that. Wins matter. Um, It was just, like, one of those moments in time that I was like, wow, like, I met Taiwan Walker. I met my guy. I met my guy. The event was also, like – yeah, you don't get a chance to meet like people that you follow along with or that you claim to be like your heroes or stuff like that. Do it. Take those opportunities. Like it was a free thing to go to as well, and they were just accepting donations for, uh, for the charity and everything in exchange for some baller ass tacos. Kyle, what's your favorite taco? Oh, this is such a good question. A little foreshadowing as well. Um. My favorite taco. If it's done right, I love a fish taco. I was going to say fish taco, too. Fish tacos are great. Um, but I do have to say, there is... I want to get the name of the place right. There's no free ads, but um, there's a restaurant down in Cape May, which is like about an hour away from me. I went to this restaurant... Um, after I officiated my best friend's wedding. We went out mm-hmm. in Cape May afterwards. Uh, it's called Taco Caballito Tequileria. Oh, ta- yeah, Taqueria. Tequileria. Tequileria. Oh, that's different. Um, so it's a bar and grill. Craft tacos, tequila, margaritas. They're open from 11 to 11. No free ads, but they are. This is one no, of my favorite restaurants after I went there. Um, they had cheesesteak burrito tacos Ooh, brother they my changed brother my life is. forever they changed my life forever with those tacos i we went out my best friend's wedding was the week before my birthday on october 22nd like 22nd yeah mm-hmm. the next week was my birthday mm-hmm. i told my parents i said can we go to the taco place that we went to last week for my birthday lunch <laughs> it was that good got the same stuff yeah it was phenomenal switch 
Like well, awesome. they are the best. And like those cheesesteak burrito tacos were hachi machi good grief. That's right up your alley. It was so good. Like can't beat it. I I, I am a big like burrito taco fan. What is a burrito taco? It's the ones where you like dip it in the Oh, Taco Bell has them now. You can't. You got to do the authentic if you want to do it. First. Well, yeah, no shit. I'm not going to Taco Bell to experience a burrito taco for the first time. If I'm going to Taco Bell, I want diarrhea. There's a they are life changing food. Okay. Um, I'll experience it. I also enjoy, you know, a, a good old fashioned you know, taco kit. And, you know, make it at home. That's always great. I love when that. mom says it's taco night, good night. I'm crushing. Oh, it's my favorite night. Them things. I love when we do tacos at the house because I just oh. house like four. I'm, I'm not. I, I go a little cheese. Uh, there's like a sauce I put on it too, even with the marinade. And then um, I've been going guac. I'm not a guac guy. Really? Yeah, it's a texture thing for me. Okay. I do like uh, chorizo tacos are fun. Um, what is a chorizo? Dunkin' Donuts is like a ton of them now. Steak tacos are, are great. Shrimp tacos done well are fantastic. I love tacos. Tacos are like in my like five basic food groups. Oh, yeah. Yes, I oh, said that you- for everybody listening at home. Tacos are in my five basic food groups. Like your food no, pyramid. Your food pyramid, tacos. Your tacos is right in the middle there. Like you need to have tacos at least once a week. Yeah, it's got everything. It's got everything. If I were, if I'm voted class president, we'll have tacos at least once a week. Who's with me? Yeah, no I love tacos. Taxes. What's yeah. yours? What's your go? Um, the the if I'm going, just I want a taco for dinner. Like we're having taco taco Tuesday night, whatever. Ground beef. I don't shy away from that. But if like favorite type of taco. Put some mahi-mahi fish on that. It's so good. One of the restaurants we sell to, I went there to try our, our fish. And I got the the mahi tacos. Dude, they had some, like, sauce with it. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable melting your mouth good. Like, I, I want to go back there for that. Hands down. Yeah. Comment your favorite taco in the YouTube comment section. Um, yeah, tacos are... Ugh. I'm convincing my mom that we're having tacos this week. Easy. 1030. I think Taco Bell will be open. You're going to make me do it. You know what sounds really good? I've never done it, but I feel like it would make sense. Barbecue pulled pork taco. Oh, that would play. Melt melt some cheese on that. Not a lot. Some cheddar. Nice cheddar on that pulled pork. Pepper Jack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would that would play. That plays. That would play well. Whew. I feel like the little Wayne meme. Ooh! Ooh! <laughs> Good grief. Um. But yeah, shout out to Taiwan Walker. Amazing person. Dream guest on this podcast. Taiwan, we'd love to have you. Um, leads Major League Baseball and wins. Don't forget it. Taiwan Walker. Um. Pitch, shall we get to your favorite segment? Let's do it. It is the good old-fashioned NL East and MLB run oh, differentials. 
Brought to you by our friends over at Wasted Wedge. Guys, you know we've been talking about Wasted Wedge for you. They're the best in the game, and if you want to create new memories with your friends and family and be the envy of your group, look no further than the lineup of Wasted Wedges and their products. There are blast drink shots out of on and off the course, and you can check them out at WastedWedge.com or find them at Wasted Wedge on Instagram and Facebook. Be sure to follow them, and through the end of August, because it's National Golf Month, when you go to check out, use code SUMMER23 and you get free shipping on all your orders from Wasted Wedge. That's SUMMER23 at checkout for free shipping at WastedWedge.com. Pitsy, the run differentials, they are a they are ablaze. We'll start down in Atlanta with the 75-41 and 41 Atlanta Braves, who have scored a whopping 678 runs this year. Jesus Just on fire, on fire, fireball. Uh, what do you have their run differential at? Um, I'm going to go plus 102. Plus 194 is the number we are looking for there. That's right. That's right. They just know how to score them. Jesus. They just lost to the Mets. Then, uh... That's tragic. We take a look at our Philadelphia Phillies, the 65-54 and 54 Philadelphia Phillies, who are the number one wildcard team. They are the tied for the third best record in the National League. If they were in the NL Central, they'd be winning the division right now, tied with the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, but I digress. The Phillies have scored the second most runs in the division so far this season at 550. What's their run differential at? Positive. It is. 53. I wish it would have been probably if Alec Bohm would have gotten ball four called on him. Uh, but they are plus 33. Okay. Plus 33 right there for the uh, the Phils. Then we move to the dumbest team of all time, the Miami Marlins, who are at 62 and 57, who have an expected win loss of 55 and 64. Just dumb. Just so dumb. Um, Cinderella story. Just ridiculous. I can't stand them. Uh They've scored the least amount of runs in the division by far at 485. What do you have their run differential at? Negatives? Oh, yeah. Negative, negative 17. Negative 40. Okay, a little more. Or, Dumbest or team of all time. Dumbest team. Then... Before, I just want to point out, Pitts, before we start with halfway through this recording, that Mets-Braves game just went final and the stupid Mets won. Yeah, 7-6. When we started this recording, <laughs> the Mets were in last place. <laughs> they have since jumped the stolen franchise by a half a game. But when we started this recording, the Mets were in last place. <laughs> Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. The coping is so real on Mets Twitter. The I coping mean, is so real. Where what they do have you have gone, to look forward to? They have gone from World Series favorites at the start of the year to them wanting to lose games because they want a better draft pick and saying that it's good for the team. The coping is so real on Mets that Twitter. That is the ultimate it's, spin zone. That is the ultimate spin zone. Just hook zone. it to my veins. I can't wait for 
12 Days of Low Mets. Yeah, with that Christmas album is gonna be fuego. we're gonna we're gonna record that. We are gonna find a way to record Twelve Days of Low Mets. I will. We will it figure out it out. That needs. We need to give that to the peeps. Two traded aces, uh, <laughs> and a freak out from Frank, Frank Fleming. Um, the Mets are now fifty three and sixty five. Twenty two and a half games back of first place. Eight and a half games back in the wild card. They have scored the second fewest runs in the division this season at 507. They have also given up the second most runs in the division. What is their run differential? Negative 55. So close. Negative 56. Oh, I'm still going to contestants row, so let's ride. Oh, that's great. Oh, it's so good! It's so good watching them squander and it's. Yeah, I love watching feeble little collapses. worms. It's, it is. They really are nice. the cicadas. We have said that cicadas. time and time again on this oh, podcast. The Mets are the cicadas, where they make all this noise. They're supposed to come out, and then Matt said this on Wednesday, and then you see two cicadas all summer. You see two brilliant performances by the Mets, and then they go gone. That's it. That's for that's another seventeen summer. years. It's the best. Then the stolen franchise, Washington Nationals, who the Mets and Nationals have the same amount of wins this year at 53. Just the That's Nationals have so played one funny. more game. That is so funny. The Nationals are 53 and 66. They have scored the third most runs in the division this year, though, at 517. But they've given up the most in the division this year. What is their run differential? Negative 64. Negative 89. Oh, I was, my next guess was 84, so. The Nationals, the Reds, the Rockies, your favorite team, Pitsy, the Oakland A's, oh, uh, and the Kansas City Royals are in the now-surrendered 600-plus runs club this year. Uh, Dude, just, the, like, wave a flag or something. The, uh, the other run differentials that are very fun to look at, the... L.A. Dodgers at plus 136 out in the NL West. Um, the Padres, oh, yeah. who are 56 and 62, have a plus 57 run differential. Stupid. Uh, stupid. Then the worst run differential in the National League, and it is the second worst in all of baseball. The Colorado Rockies have given up 679 runs this year. Oh but I've only scored 499 for a negative 180 run differential on the season. Let me guess Oakland's. Let me guess Oakland's. I need this. to put that in context. The 38 and 81, the Rockies this year also fit 45 and 73. The 38 and 81 Kansas City Royals have scored 20 more runs than the Rockies and have a much worse record. Uh, but the oh Royals have given up 630. The Reds, who are in a playoff hunt right now, have surrendered 603 runs this season, uh, and they sit at 62 and 58. Jesus. Let's get to Pitsy's favorite, the 33 and 85 Oakland A's. We're still closing in on that under 59 and a half, baby. I'm going with. I'm going with. They've given up. Or I'm sorry. I'll give you what they've scored: 420. Which is the fewest in baseball. 
420 is the lowest in baseball for runs scored. That's nonsense. Usually it's the highest. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's the episode. Make sure you subscribe and follow. That's hilarious. Uh, well, oh my God. I'm going to go 283. Negative. <sighs> We're so close. It's negative 284. Oh my God, dude. Dude, that's twice. I'm a wizard. They've given up 704 runs. Dude, excuse me. We still have There's a month no and way. a half left of baseball. They could, in theory, give up 300 more or 296 more runs this year. Give up a thousand runs. I need to see it. I, I I think for we need to see that. I now want to put a bet on it to manifest it. Like seven hundred and four runs surrendered. It is so many runs. It's so many. I that's um, wild. I also have fun news. Uh, in two Mondays from now, I will be at Citizens Bank Park with some hashtag Phillies Twitter friends. Um, we're meeting in person for the first time, which I'm very excited about. We're going to be absolute clowns, uh, clowns. together because our group chat has one collective brain cell uh but we're going to see shohei otani mike trout and the angels come to philadelphia as they squander their season away as they're one game under 500 after going all in at the trade deadline and still can't win games uh very excited to see shohei in person though oh We gotta, we gotta record that too. We gotta, yeah, we gotta sync that up somehow. Cause that's, uh, that's a banger. But uh, from the baseball diamond to a very quick hit here. Um, apparently, the Sixers have taken James Harden off the trade block. Nobody fucking cares about the Sixers right now. They are the least of our worries. We have a team that's in a pennant race. The Eagles are a month away from actual games that matter. The Union are hosting the best soccer player on the planet and have a chance to knock him out of the League's Cup and advance to another round of the League's Cup to win some silverware. Nobody fucking cares about the Sixers right now. And I don't know if anybody will care about the Sixers when the season starts. They have fallen from grace so hard after this year's playoffs. Collectively, nobody fucking cares. It's August. Like... Stay out of it. Go go, go in your little summer retreat cave and don't come out until Christmas. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm tired I, of it. I'm so tired of just the stupidity of this, of that franchise. Um, let's move to just more fun stuff. It's brought to you by our friends over at Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. They now have an app that you can download in the App Store, Google Play. Just for downloading the app, you can claim a free pair of sunglasses in the app. You can't beat that. And Tomahawk Shades has you covered with sunglasses, blue light glasses, prescription lenses. Go to TomahawkShades.com or download the app, peruse the app, get your sunnies. And I want to make sure that I'm still correct on this because, Pitsy, it is the most wonderful time of the year with Tomahawk Shades. Yes, it is. The warehouse sale blowout going on right now still. So, obviously, year-round, you can use our promo code USP for 25% off at checkout. Well, that's a good deal. So, it's great. But here's the warehouse sale blow-up, Pitsy. 
with code WARE80. That's WARE80. You can get up to 80% off at tomahawkshades.com for the warehouse what? sale. That's right. WARE80 at checkout gets you up to 80% off the best small batch eyewear in the game. TomahawkShades.com or download the app. Check out the warehouse sale. Check out the mystery pack. Claim your free pair of sunglasses in the app. Tomahawk Shades, the best in the game. Shout out to the boys over at Tomahawk Shades. The Eagles had their first preseason game of the year. They lose 20-19 to to the Baltimore Ravens, who just don't lose in the preseason. It's the stupidest Annoyingly. thing ever. Um, <laughs> really? the, the biggest plays from that game, DeAndre Swift breaking ankles, running out of the backfield, was beautiful. Um, he looks like he has a renewed sense of life in his career. Being with the Eagles, he looks great in number zero. I'll give him that. Um, and Jalen Carter absolutely demoralized a human being on the field. And it was hilarious. And the NFL, eight teams really let the Eagles get the second coming of Aaron Donald. Yeah, that was boneheaded move, honestly. I, I just... Why are we letting the Eagles get another stud like that? I think he could have been pretty good on the other eight teams. One of the other eight. Ooh, do you know Carter. him off the top of your head? Uh, so it was the Panthers, the Texans, the Texans again. Um, the Texans passed on him twice. Because they drafted quarterback and then they went linebacker. Um, let's see. NFL draft 2023. I forget who forward. 23? Jalen Carter is a rookie? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, they drafted yeah, Will so, Anderson. So, so Bryce mind. Young, CJ Stroud, Will Anderson, Anthony Richardson went to the Colts, Devin Witherspoon went to the Seahawks, Paris Johnson Jr. went to the Cardinals, Tyree Wilson went to the Raiders, Bijan Robinson went to the Falcons. Oh, Falcons should have got him. Falcons, yeah, that's that's... Uh, yeah, no. Falcons. Jalen Carter, number nine to the Philadelphia Eagles. Just. He's going to be ridiculous. And I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait to see him week one. That's great. That's exactly how I want to start out my season with Mac Jones. Mac Jones is a pretty good record against the SEC boys, so. Is it not Zappy Hour? Shut the fuck up. I'm not doing this, okay? If I'm not fucking doing this, where people come at everywhere for all cylinders about Zappy Slender, like, oh, is there a QB controversy? I fucking turn on NFL Network. Lamar Jackson thinks there is. Oh, my God. (laughs) Malik Cunningham is a Taysom Hill at best, just in a Bill Belichick offense, so actually useful. He's a money laundering scheme. the greatest money laundering schemes of all time mattress stores crypto and nfts as we've all seen i mean that one we that we watched that play out in front of our eyes and Taysom hill contracts yeah we're not giving him a Taysom Hill contract. he's just the next coming of it I was, I'm just, hey if he's the next coming he's he's in line to become a money launderer. point is there's no goddamn qb controversy i'm so done hearing it mac is the guy you saw it his rookie year 
Zappy. It could have been anybody in that offense last year to just move the ball downfield. That was an anomaly. Like we we buried that. We six feet under. Oh, I'm so sick. I love having a team that is just so well put together. Yeah, it's really it's. I'll tell you from experience, it's fun. Now I'm it's experiencing so nice. on the on where I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen this season. We can go eleven and five. No, eleven and. 11, 5, and 16, so 11 and 7. We could go, no, 11 and 6. 18 games, 11 and 6, 17. Yeah. We could go 11 and 6, or we could go 6 and 11. I just have no idea. I am. I love, it's, I love just being competent and well run, like a well oiled machine. Um, Pitsy, as, as everybody knows, I always disclose any and all futures bets that I place at any given time uh, on this podcast. I place a futures bet in conjunction with uh, there's an event going on in Philadelphia fan fest uh, that happens every year, um, but is in conjunction with a certain sports book this year. So you have to place a $25 or more bet to be entered to get on the list, potentially get tickets to fan fest this year at Xfinity live where, um, do you want to know who's going to be at FanFest this year? Like an artist, concert? Um, there's two artists um, that will be there this year at Xfinity Live. Um, and it's kind of crazy. It's it's kind of crazy. So here is uh, who's going to be at FanFest. Um, looking here. All right. So the guests. Musical performance by... Hip hop duo, Ray Schremmert. Okay. Headlined musical guest, Fallout Boy. Black Beetle would slap if they combined. Along with confirmed Philadelphia athletes that will be in attendance. Former Sixer. Lemon Pepper Lou, Lou Williams. A. Former Flyer, Scott Hartnell. Oh, I know that name. Okay. I believe I saw Brian Dawkins advertised. And also in attendance at FanFest this year. The one, the only, still seeking a handshake. The biggest of all dicks. Super Bowl 52 MVP, Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Big Dick Nick in attendance for FanFest this year. I think you Fall got Fallout Boy and Big Dick Nick had me sold. Yo, you got to make that happen. So that I have placed a futures bet to be entered to win tickets. Nice. That's $25 or more. Okay. Are what, was you, the, what was the futures? Are you ready for my bet here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. To win the NFC East in 2023-2024 at minus 115, our Philadelphia Eagles, which would be the first repeat division winner in the NFC East since 2003-2004 when the Eagles did it. That's bananas. A payout of around fifty dollars 
$47 would be what I would win on that bet. It's the Eagles division to lose. It's the Eagles conference to lose. I think that's a great bet. That's a great responsible bet. That's a very, yeah, I would say safe, responsible. No one in the NFC East has given me a reason to challenge the Eagles, maybe the Cowboys. But there's so many question marks surrounding the Cowboys every year that nothing in that department's changed for me. And the Eagles are just an absolute unit on both sides of the ball. I would. I would put them, yeah, like well into the playoffs. NFC Championship, another year in Super Bowl. Who knows? We also have some futures that are looking kind of nice right now, too. Obviously, we've mentioned the Oakland A's under 59.5. We're still riding that train real good. We did bet the Phillies over wins this year. Oh. Over 88.5. Need 89 wins or more. That's looking real good right now, pal. We're at 65 wins. Oh, that's that's money. And then uh, one that can potentially hit next week, uh, over four and a half wins for Redwoods Lacrosse Club. Ooh. What do they have? They got win number four this past weekend in Denver. Need one more win with two weeks to go. We like that. We like that. So those are the futures bets right now. And then we also had a free bet that we placed for the Phillies to win the, NF- the NL East. Um who knows? Or got good odds on probably, that. Probably won't happen. Yeah, we're plus three hundred, but yeah, probably won't happen because the Braves are a wagon. Uh, and then remember the uh, the ridiculous uh, fourteen division winner parlay that I told you about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I curse those teams. Padres, they're in fourth place. Cardinals, they're in the basement. Oh my. Astros, they're in second place. I think we're fighting for first. And then the Twins are the only one leading their division. Who would have thought? The, the goddamn twins. twins would be the only one that's keeping the ship afloat. The that's twins, crazy. ridiculous. Um, preseason, though, I I don't I I have I've lost all interest in preseason football. It does not matter to me one way or the other. It, it is more a beneficial thing for the players on the field than it is for the fans. Um, you're going to end up seeing most of those players play in actual games that matter in a few weeks. The preseason is all vanilla. You're not going to show anything that you're going to actually do with these players. I I have no interest in the preseason anymore. You say vanilla. When I think of that, it's like I just want preseason football because it's some sort of live action. You know, it's not a replay from last season. It's not an old throwback of a classic game. It's legit football now, and – yeah, some of these guys may not be there during the regular season, but you get to feel out the team. Maybe there is a guy that sneaks on there. You predict him. I look at it through a different lens in the sense where it's not that I don't care about it. I don't invest in it is a better word. Like I don't, I'm not going to try to name all these guys and try to you know pick, oh, who's this guy that I think we should really watch out for. No, the big the, – Stars from training camp and these practice squad level players, they shine and you know it. they got it or not. You know, no one's going to fly under the radar at this point. So you just want to see it because then it's like, all right, this guy may be a helpful piece to us if someone goes down. So that's the way you got to think of it. Yeah, I, I just truly do not care about the preseason. It, uh, 
it is so boring to me. It, it puts me to sleep and uh, don't care for it. And that is why I made the executive decision that Eagles enemies will start with the regular season from here on out. I like that. Um, so you'll get Eagles enemies when the regular season begins. Um, but shout out Jalen Carter. Shout out DeAndre Swift. Get your Philly dog shirts. Um, but Pitsy, the, the goat is coming to Philly. Brought to you by our friends at Kenwood Beer, the official beer of Underground Sports Philadelphia. You guys can go to kenwoodbeer.com, see who's got Kenwood on tap in the Philadelphia and Pittsburgh areas, because uh, maybe you're going to go out and watch the GOAT play against the Union on Tuesday night, because those tickies are expensive. Um, go to your local watering hole and get some Kennys. Uh, you can also buy it at your local Philadelphia area liquor store. Uh, and you can see who's got Kenny's on tap by using that Kenny tracker. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. Pitsy, the Union, moving on in the League's Cup. They are on to the semifinal after they beat uh, Carataro, um on Friday night, 2-1. The semifinal, Tuesday night, down at Subaru Park, down at the Sub. Before we keep going, Philadelphia, the the stadiums here have the best nicknames for a stadium. Link, Sub. We got the Link. We got the Bank. The we bank. got the Sub. And we got the Farg. Farg's fortunate, but it plays. It plays. Going to the Farg to watch the Flyers, to watch the Sixers, watch the, the Wings. Okay. It's great. Great. I nicknames. wouldn't call it the Farg, but great nickname i used to not i used to call it the center because that's what the, the, the center basketball okay. team calls it because they're not sponsored by the farg um but the farg it plays it, it is definitely number four on the list because the bank the link the soup yeah the link yeah, yeah bro you going to the soup you going to soup bro Lionel messi's going to the soup uh inter miami next up on the list for the philadelphia union in the league's cup Lionel Messi coming to Chester, PA, and I saw a great tweet, and I wish I would have bookmarked it to see who tweeted, so I apologize. Sure, Lionel Messi has played against the rabid fans of Spain, England, France, and the international level, but has he ever stepped foot in Delco and listened to fans yell, SUCKS! After every opposing player introduction at 7.02 p.m. on a Tuesday. We'll see if Messi's built different or not on Tuesday night. That's such a good... He's never dealt with Delco's finest. With Philadelphia's finest. Yeah. That's a different type of passion and fandom that you get in Philly. That you're not going to get in Spain. Or France or wherever. Like, like I just, no discredit to the fans of no, none at Bar- all. Barcelona or Barcelona. Uh, PSG or the Argentinian national team, whatever it may be. Philly's built different, bro. The Sub home field advantage is Boncos. I know the sons of Ben are going to be going absolutely apeshit on Tuesday night, making it the most uncomfortable environment that Lionel Messi will ever play in in his career. You heard it here first. 
I, I'm not exaggerating. I, I would can't love wait. To. I would the love mental to. warfare that Philadelphia fans initiate during a game, no matter the sport, is second to none. That's why I want to see it is because I want to see what it actually is like. And then on top of that, the press conference, what he has to say afterwards. That's going to be priceless. Like, imagine what he, he has does to say a, about playing a Philly. Imagine he does like a Pedro Martinez. I just have to tip my cap and call the union my daddy. daddy. <laughs> Could you All imagine? Line. Could All you imagine? Line. Oh, that would be nonsense. That would be absolute nonsense. Next That's time Leo, like. Lionel Messi comes to, to, to Philly, who's your daddy? <laughs> Dude. No, don't put it past them. They'll do it. Don't put it oh. past Philly, man. They'll do it. I need everybody who is going to be fortunate enough to go into Subaru Park on Tuesday night to be loud, raucous, rowdy, respectful, but totally rowdy. Lying. And make it an environment that Lionel Messi will never forget. Root on our boys to victory. And advance the union to the League's Cup final. It needs to happen where we can say Philadelphia took down the GOAT once again. We need it to happen. We need it to happen. Imagine Philadelphia on our resume. Now, no offense to you, Pitsy, but you won the next year anyway, so it's all right. Philadelphia as a city can say, we took down the NFL GOAT on the big stage. We took down the world's game GOAT in Lionel Messi. You guys, a bunch of GOAT beaters. We have Messi and, and Tom Brady in our infinity gauntlet. Well, you got to beat LeBron. That um, probably never happened. I think the other one. Oh, Ovechkin. Gretzky's retired. Yeah, Gretzky is the greatest hockey player. It's just never going to be touched. Just, it's not. And, uh. That's it. Golf, don't, they're not beating Tiger. I mean, Shohei's not getting to a World Series anytime soon. (laughs) No, Shohei is absolutely not getting it. If he's got a halo over his head, he ain't going nowhere. Um, but how insane would that be? Philadelphia just have those two guys on their resume of taking them down. I would. That's a pretty good resume. So if you're going to Subaru Park on Tuesday night, let us know. Send us videos. Send us pictures. Send us the vibes. We'll post them everywhere. We want to see what it's like as you guys rally the boys onto victory and take down the goat, Lionel Messi. I can't wait. I'm going to be strapped to my TV on Tuesday night. 7 o'clock Eastern time. Hachi Machi. ESPN? Uh, I want to say it's local broadcast, and then uh, MLS has the deal with Apple TV. Oh, true. Yeah, we talked about that. Um, But I'm very excited for this game. I'm going to be rooting the boys harder than I've ever rooted for the boys outside of the MLS Cup last year, which still puts a Obviously. dagger in my heart. Um, but I'm excited. Like, that's such a cool opportunity, too, for anybody that's in the area. Like, you get to go watch, like, the great one of the greatest athletes of all time 
in our city play against our squad. Like, that's a crazy thing. Like, everyone who's at that game on Tuesday night can say, I watched the greatest soccer player of all time with my own two eyeballs in the flesh. Like, that's a, a cool sports fan box to check. That's really cool. Like, like how many times do you get to see an athlete like that? Not very many. Especially one that's international, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. A guy who just came to the U.S. to play his, his sport. And see him this early on, like your first season, you know. It's, in a, a semifinal one. to advance to a championship. Like, the yeah, energy even is going to crazy. be insane. It's going to be popping. I can't it's wait. Popping up to soup. So stoked. Um, we always have fun conversations on this podcast, and one that gets brought up a lot just on the internet as a whole um, is the, the great chicken wing debate. It's brought to you by our friends over at Trophy Smack. There's no better way to upgrade your fantasy smack talk, guys. Pitsy, I got my fantasy draft this week. Oh, I was talking about that with the boys last night, that we got to get on our fantasy draft. There's no dates set. I'm not ready. I I have selected my keepers. We're We're going three wide receivers into this draft. Oh. It's I threw some D's on my shit. Devontae Adams, Devontae Smith, and DK Metcalf. Oh, brilliant. Um, I have my fantasy draft, and we just upgraded our trophy with Trophy Smack. You can do the same. You can get belts, metal wall art, rings, Pitsy. They now have turnover chains. That's elite. That's an elite. Of course, they've got trophies. They've got last place trophies and banners. We might be doing something with Trophy Smack pretty soon. Stay tuned for that. Uh, go to trophysmack.com slash underground and upgrade your fantasy smack talk today. Get rid of that old dinky trophy you got, you know, from behind the, the, the karate dojo in the little strip mall and go, go with the big boys. Yeah. Trophysmack.com slash underground to upgrade your fantasy smack talk. The great chicken wing debate pits, not the drums or flats debate. No, it's the side dipping sauce debate. That is hot in the streets. I saw it on my Facebook feed today, and I, I just had to, to chime in once again. Obviously, people go with the, the ranch or the blue cheese. You're either team ranch, team blue cheese. For the people at home, let them know which which side of the line you ride with. Hashtag team ranch, baby. I'm team neither. And there's a good reason for it. Now, everybody wants to say... It's a compliment to to whatever you're getting. It's it's meant to to help, you know, blah blah blah. No, you're wrong. Be an adult, grow up. If you're ordering ranch or blue cheese with your wings that you're already getting a sauce on, whether it be hot sauce, buffalo sauce, barbecue, whatever it may be. The list goes on and on. The possibilities are endless. You're telling on yourself that you're establishment of choice for wherever you get your wings from is not doing a good enough job with the sauce that they are putting on their wings or the dry rub, whatever it may be. I'm a huge dry rub guy too. Yeah, but then a dry rub, you definitely going to need a sauce. No, no, and no. That's no, a no. compliment. No. The sauce compliments that You're tasting the flavor of what you're getting on the wing. You're neutralizing that and, and masking that with blue cheese or ranch 
and it ruins your wings. Yeah, if you're dousing it in I'm ranch sorry. or blue, but it's, it's terrible. It's no, terrible. It's, a, it's a cool with a hot. It's a no, terrible it, tactic. It's you people nuts. need to grow up and enjoy whatever sauce you're getting on your wings the way that they are intended to be enjoyed. Stop putting ranch and blue cheese on your wings. It is disgusting. Michael Jordan meme. Stop it. Get some help. I don't think I've terrible. ever disagreed with you over something so much. It's I, I could not I could not disagree more that a sauce is as important to the wing as the wing itself. Why do you need a complimentary sauce to a sauce? Because that's the point. What do you that's like saying what do you mean? Hold on, back up. A lot of thoughts. Complimentary sauce, it's because it's hot, it's a cool. It's supposed to be like a yin and yang thing. Drink some water. No, water would make it Cleanse worse. Cleanse the palate. You're, you're, you're masking whatever sauce you're... Or if you are getting hot wings or buffalo wings or whatever it may be, and you can't tolerate the heat without masking that with ranch yeah, or blue cheese... but it tastes cheese, good. You can have the taste without up. the heat. And then that's what the ranch or blue cheese does. Is like, no. no, I am right here. I have no. worked in food for my entire life. I have consumed millions and, and millions, millions of wings without blue cheese or ranch you think i have it look at my tummy like what like we're on youtube you can't we'll demonetize us for that i know that's why that's why it's under the name the lower third but if you were to look under my lower third you would see my big tummy and my big tummy has had a lot of wings in it my entire life with ranch on it, with blue cheese. It's not my favorite, but I dabble. And then there's other sauces, too, that you can dip it. There's, like, that's the other. It's it's about dipping. That's why people like it is because they like the dip, and then it's two different You know why people like blue cheese and ranch with their wings? They have an oral asphyxiation. Yeah, your boy. Hello. <laughs> I, it's, I do. That's the reason. Admit it to yourselves. You have an oral asphyxiation. When you're it's, dipping wings in ranch and blue cheese. It's not that you like ranch and blue cheese on your wings. It's you like the sensation of dipping something. You're you're like Edgar Allan Poe. Since when did you dipping become WebMD? Dipping a feather pen into an, an ink jar. Since when did that's you all, become That's WebMD? all you ranch and blue cheese truthers are. You're Edgar Allan Poe. See, my issue with that is he was a great writer problem is i only have the image of edgar Allan poe in south park where he's a total (laughs) that episode with the goth point proven it's like tired of it like so sick of it like you don't get it no i disagree still i i i love ranch like i think that's it what do you so but but okay i can try to make the fry and ketchup argument I know that's there's no there's no sauce on there it is Kyle thank you I think I just need you to say it um all right I don't like chicken nuggets there's no sauce on those you would if you had barbecue sauce would you dip that in ranch no what am I what are you an are you a maniac I love you're barbecue. who SpongeBob was looking for in the episode. I'm the maniac. I'm no, it's so good. No, ranch mixing is sauce, blue cheese is, is even delicious. more vile. No, you need to start mixing sauces because then you get different no. flavors in your mouth. No, 
If I'm wanting barbecue sauce, that's what I'm there for. If I'm wanting buffalo sauce, that's what I'm there for. Yeah, but what I'm not going to – I'm just saying, if you got to mix the sauces sometimes. I do, I'm just trying to open your mind to a whole new world of different – I'm here flavors. to tell everybody, ranch and blue cheese is also absolutely disgusting. Blue cheese, yes. Ranch, no. Vile. I don't like the chunks of blue cheese. That freaks me out. Ugh. I don't understand how I'm eating. All you freaks who eat blue cheese, you're eating mold. Let that sink in. You're you're willingly eating mold. That's what blue cheese is. But, like, apparently with cheese, mold is good. I don't... You're willingly eating mold. Let that sink into your little brains. And then go eat chicken wings the proper way. All right. Let us know... Let, let us, I want to hear. I want to see and hear. Sound comments. off in the comments. Need that. Be right with the champ. The champ loves sauces, and you should too. That's all we got for you guys this week. Make sure you're following us at Underground PHI Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads. Follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pits and at Pitsy thirty five on Instagram Threads. Follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash underground sports PHI. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311 and on Instagram and threads at KBIZZLE11. Uh, and you can follow me on TikTok at KB Underground. Give me 100 followers. I'll start doing TikTok content. I've ha- I have a brainchild of what I'm going to kick off my TikTok career with. Ooh. I'm going to tell Pitsy off air because I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah. But it is something say. we discuss on this show. So, Ooh. I think it's it's going to uh, be very, very good, in my opinion. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and review. It goes a long way for helping this show continue to grow. The downloads o- over the summer have been incredible. Thank you guys for supporting on the audio platform. We'd love that. You know, it, it matters just as much as YouTube. Um, so, keep downloading, subscribing reviewing rating five stars on apple and spotify subscribe to the underground sports philadelphia youtube channel youtube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia it's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week every show on our network original video content clips live streams shorts we got a fun man on the street video dropping on monday as well that you won't want to miss um all our video content on YouTube, youtube.com slash at underground sports, Philadelphia, get us to 600 subscribers before the end of August. That is a company initiative need to make that happen. So go subscribe, be a friend, tell a friend, get your merch, PHI apparel.co code underground for 10% off any and all merch orders. And of course this podcast is presented by the city of Vineland and whether you are a company looking to expand, relocate, or are a new business startup, Selecting the right location is critical to your success. Finally, New Jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life. The city's economic development department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process. Their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region. If you're considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Development Team at 856-794-4100. That's 856-794-4100. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big shout out to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support 
of this podcast. This has been episode number 559 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. We'll be back on Wednesday night. Myself and Matt breaking down everything from the Phil's up north trip to Toronto, getting ready for another Eagles preseason game, and uh, whatever else decides to hit the Philly sports stratosphere or our stratosphere as a whole. But until then, for Pitsy, I'm KB. We're getting the heck up out of here, and we are signing off. Peace. Oh,